Blog Talk Radio. Monday to all my listeners, friends, clients, whatever you may be. Hopefully friends. Friends is more important than anything else, right? Friends, cohorts, those who share my values and spirituality. And <clears throat> excuse me, have a beautiful week. Well, we're in the holiday season. We're in the Christmas season. I don't know when's Hanukkah. I have no idea this year. It's on the 12th. Okay. The eight days of celebration. I'm sure there's some other holidays coming up that we can, yeah, could think about and talk about. Kwanzaa begins on the 26th. Winter solstice. Those who are so inclined to think in terms of the change of the year. Yeah, the first day of winter is December 21st. You know, it's the rearrival of lights, right? How fun is all this? It's a great time of year. It's a great time to celebrate, have some fun, enjoy people around you. Excuse me. So what we're going to do? So what we're going to do? The usual thing. No, no, we're not being usual, being different today. Yes. Yeah, be different. So what? how am I different? Well, how am I going to be different? Well, let me, let me try to phrase it this way. I've done psychic work for... Since 1992, so what was that, 25 years? You know, part-time, full-time, you know, so many hours a week, so many not so many hours a week, blah, 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 through this site, through metaphysical bookstores, you know, healing centers, doing Reiki, and all that sort of thing, hypnotherapy, all kinds of, well, yeah, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, studied shaman practice, I guess I have a certificate as an apprentice of shaman, ooh, how fun, huh? done all this stuff, made did predictions for people for the longest time. Sometimes predictions work out. Sometimes the predictions don't work out. And I keep focusing on, and I've been the student of the law of attraction, probably way before the secret came out, the principles were introduced to me about what you thought, what the world, I read Napoleon Hill back in the 1970s, you know, think and grow rich. So it's all about your thoughts, right? Creating the world that you want. It's your thoughts. Your emotions and your thoughts and your beliefs create the world that you want. So when I think about predictions, I think in terms of these are only things that you've created. What you're asking for is things that you've already created. Now, the when part is really up to you. But let, let me kind of back up a little bit. And what I want to talk about, what I think is really, really important, is this co-creating. Because you're co-creating with the universe whatever you want in your life, right? You're co-creating. You put it out there, the Abraham principles. Let me read an Abraham quote, and then we'll get a little deeper into this, and we'll let my spirit guides talk to you, and I'll get into some articles about co-creating. And, and basically, you have to be in the right energy to co-create, the right vibration to co-create. You can't co-create very well from a negative place. Go, well, you're co-creating, but you're co-creating negativity. You don't want to do that. Nah, you don't want to bring, co- bring negativity upon yourself. You want to create some real positive stuff. So I have a couple articles on that. I wrote an article from Pam Grout, one of my favorite authors on that, and some other things. It's chilly here in Southern California. I'm like, my hands are cold. My room is cold. Okay, I guess that keeps you stimulated and not going, right? Okay, so let me do the Abraham quote. I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about co-creating. We'll jump into some articles. If you want to call, if you want to help in co-creating, cool. I'll I'll give you an example of co-creating. And before I get into all that stuff, now, let me do the Abraham quote first. <laughs> it's one of the things I wanted to start with. 
was it was the Abraham quote today. So if I can find it, I got all these pages open and everything everywhere. Okay, so this is from a workshop in 2002 in Ashland, Oregon. I've been through Ashland. It's a pretty little town. There's a University of Southern Oregon's near there. When I was in Ashland, it wasn't kind of the guru spiritual place. It was more of a college town, lots of bars and gift shops. Okay, <laughs> enough about Ashland, right? It's just north of the border of California, just in the southern tip of southern bar, part of Oregon, off of Highway Five. Okay, a little map-centric thing here. That's a weird picture they have on me here. I don't know where that picture came from. I'm looking at this picture that they popped up of me. Oh, okay. It's not me. It's my avatar. Okay, I'll have to change that. Um, this is the Abraham quote. I'm sorry. I get back to you guys. I'm like I'm being distracted. Is that called AD adult adult deficit disorder or something? No, I'm just excited. Just excited about doing this stuff because I think this co-creating is just amazing way to go in helping people to create the world they want and let go of the limitations that are keeping you from co-creating and to seek ways of co-creating. Okay, so put you in the right energy place is all about vibration, right? But it does not, this is Abraham, but it does not take the determination that you're going to put your thoughts upon something that feels good. But it, do, but it does take, wait a minute, it does take the determination that you're going to put your thoughts about something that does feel good. Well, that's the key word. In the Abraham material, it talks a lot about putting your place or yourself into a feel-good place. You're feeling good. So, And so, here we're going to make a very bold statement. Any disease could be healed in a matter of days. Any disease. If distraction from it could occur in a dominant vibration, dom vibrational dominant, and a different vibration dominate. Wow. Let me read that again. I say I'm excited and I'm just all into this stuff and I'm just kind of, I read this and I'm not cold reading, but okay. If distraction from it could occur in a different vibration dominate, and the healing time is about how much mix up there is in all of that. Now, what does Abraham say? You can cure any disease if you change your vibration. You can co-create with the universe healing process, healing energy, if you are willing to change your vibration and where your dominant energy is. See, the problem is we get hung up on problem. Okay, I'm going to have my spirit guides talk to you about this because I'm just going to rattle on and on. So I want the Sarah group to comment on all this and this co-creating process. And then I'll get into some articles. And hopefully I'll take some calls. And we'll talk about co-creating and helping you get there. Well, let me give you my story first about one of my clients. And I talked to him this morning about co-creating. And he wanted to co-create a possible new business. Now, that, that's a cool idea. So the inspiration for him and the idea is not when it's going to happen, but what to do. I mean, reading him, I knew that he was good at certain things. And let, let's focus on that. Let's focus on using what you love to do to co-create what you want in your life if you want to create a side business. So I read people, and Spirit helps me to understand your nature and who you are and where you're going and all that sort of thing and who, what your mission is, what your purpose is to help you understand that so that you can co-create with the universe whatever you want. Now, how the co-creation process works, I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you about that, okay, instead of rattling on and on. So I'm going to go away, let them come in, the Sarah group, and they can talk to you about co-creating, I hope. <laughs> sometimes they do and sometimes they don't, right? Well, let, let's don't make a, a big deal about co-creating. Let's don't get making it sound like it's a difficult process to co-create with the universe or us, spirit, source, God, name, name whatever you want to call it. That, okay, let's, let's first define, George is kind of asking us to define what we mean by that co-creating. You asked for something. 
you want something in your life. You want good health. You want a new job. You want a relationship. You want to move. You, you, you just want to create something new in your life. You have an idea that this is where I want to be and this is what I want, and, but I don't know how to do it. So that's where the co-creation part comes in is you don't know how to get there. You don't know how to find that new person. So you call somebody and ask them, oh, how do I do that? How, when is that person going to come into my life? But we would say to you, it's not about when, it's about how. And the how part is our part. The how part is source's job. The how part is God's job, the universe's job. It's you getting in alignment with us, in alignment with us, being in a vibrational match with us so that the co-creating, let's back up on the co-creating again. You know, we got George all excited about this whole process, and we're just going to calm him down a little bit, but... Your part of the co-creation is wanting something. You want something. You want to create something in your life. You want to bring something forth into your life, whatever that is. And we gave you a whole litany of things that you would want in your life. And so you, you have a focus on what you want. Hopefully you have a singular focus and you're pretty, you know, pretty closely focused on what that particular thing is, whatever it is, right? Whether it be a job or a relationship, those are the two, the most dominant, I, we would say, from our experience with people. And so you, you are asking, oh, I want this. I, I really, if, if I get this, whatever this is, my life will be easier. Isn't that what it's all about? My life will be easier. My life will be more fun. My life will be less stressful. My life will be whatever you would think it would be. So that's why you're asking. That's what you're wanting. So you're putting it out there. So you've done your job. Well, there's more for you to do, but let's just stop there. For First of all, you have to identify what you want. Then you ask. We provide it. The universe will provide what you want. The universe creates the environment, creates the energy to make this happen, makes things happen into your life, brings things into your life, brings people into your life, situations into your life, circumstances into your life, rearranges your environment, your energy field, so that new comes into your life. That's what the universe does. We use the word universe. Well, we could say source, but just to use the word universe for the time being. So the universe arranges all these things to happen. And there it is in the non-physical. Not in the physical yet, but in the non-physical. It's, it's, it's like you have this picture, this hologram, this knowing. Something is going to be right there right there ready to be presented to you and move into a physical form whatever that physical form is whatever whatever you're asking for in a physical form okay so you got it something we we, we we're arranging it we're, we're going to arrange circumstances maneuver and arrange things and we do the how part we got all this ready to go it's it's just there ready for you to open the door to allow it in so the next part is Allowing, opening that door to let it happen. But you got to be able to open the door. That's where a vibrational match of what you want is. That's where the vibrational part comes in. That's where you're being in alignment with that vibration. If it's just on the other side of the door, all you have to do is open the door and you go, oh, I don't know. I don't believe it's there. I've asked for it, but really, do I have to open that door to get it? Maybe you can come in some other way. I, I, I don't want to open that door. That, that's too much work to open that door. And we're saying, no, it's not a lot of work. Just open the door. Let, allow it to come in. Just allow it to come in. Or there's voices inside of you. Well, you know, I don't really deserve that anyway. I've had really bad relationships in the past, and... Another new one is just going to be just like the other ones. I've never been successful financially, and why do I deserve money right now? You don't deserve money. Money is just, you know, you know, I've been a failure at jobs my whole life, and, you know, just to get another job, I'm going to be a failure again. And So why should I open that door? It's just going to be like what it was in the past. So you can see where you would hold back from opening that door. You want something. You're ready for it in some ways because you know it's going to make your life easier. 
but then you doubt that you can handle it. The doubt that you can deal with it. Doubt that you can let it in. Your belief system, wherever that belief system came from, is telling you not to open that door, not to let it in, not to allow it to come into your life. So that's where the change needs to come, is with you, not us. We're always going to put it just on that other side of that door, and all you have to do is open the door and let it in. But the difficulty is that you are afraid to open that door for whatever reason. Fear dominates you because of your past experiences. Now, it could be in this lifetime. It could be a past life. No, some teachers don't agree with that, but we really feel that from our experience with you as human beings that some of your anxiety comes from past lives and not just this lifetime about opening that door and allowing in whatever you want in your life. So we would say to you, you need to look at yourself, get some help if you need to, or do it on your own, but change your vibration. So we're we're saying what's blocking you is fear, whatever the fear is, whatever the fear is. I'm going to fail. It's just going to be like what it was in the past. I'm just afraid of letting this in because it's just not going to work out. I'm afraid of just being disappointed. Ooh, that's a biggie, right? I'm just afraid of being disappointed. You know, I want this, but I'm going to be disappointed. I'm afraid of this not working out for me. And we would say to you, change your vibration. Get into the vibration of appreciation. Appreciate what that is, whatever it is. It's a new car, it's a new job, it's a new relationship. You need to move into a vibration of appreciation and love for the object of what, or the situation or the thing that you want. To really love it, to really appreciate it, to really know that this is going to benefit you. And you need to remove those beliefs, those doubts out of your consciousness. There's a lot of different ways of doing it. We're not going to take the time to dwell that. We would love to dwell, help each one of you. But you have to be willing to do that. You have to be willing to change those beliefs. You have to be willing to move into appreciation and gratitude and also be willing to move your vibration up. Now, how do you move your vibration? Now, there's a whole lot of different things, and we're not going to dwell a lot on how do you move your vibration up. Well, you move, remove negativity from your life. That's the biggest thing. Negative points of view from others, the negative things that you watch and observe, just, just the general negativity in the world creates doubt, creates fear. So you have a choice. Do you want, to, you want something? Then move to that higher vibration, that appreciation, that love vibration, or stay in fear. It's your choice. Nobody's forcing you to get that. Nobody's forcing you to get that relationship. It's something you chose and you wanted. Nobody's pushing that down on you and say, well, you have to have this relationship. Unless you got a parent that does that. No, for kidding. No, it's it's really your choice. It really is your choice to have a relationship. But you can't have fear. You can't have fear it's going to work out the same way as the other ones you've ever had. You have to have a new perspective. You have to appreciate what you want. You have to appreciate what you value in a relationship. You have to appreciate. Now, it gets a little sticky here, a little tricky, as our friend Abraham would say. It gets a little tricky because you get hung up on, well, what if What if it doesn't work out? What if, what if oh, this and that and so we're saying you need to clarify yourself and what you want, and you have to start feeling good about it and not so negative about the outcome that you're looking for because you get you get caught up in the doubts, the fears, the beliefs that hold you back. So the co-creation part is you have to do your part, which is actually kind of complicated but simple at the same time. You just have to realize that I just need to be in a high vibrational place. I just need to be in the vibration of love, joy, and appreciation. That's all. That's simple. I just need to root out the beliefs that are limiting me, let them go, and just be in that place, that allowing place. You just have to be in that place of opening the door and letting it flow to you. Because we will always provide what you want. See, that's 
the tricky thing that you don't get sometimes. It, it will always provide what you want. Aha, now we're going to get another point real quick. Then we'll let it go, and we'll let George talk about this a little bit more. And he has some articles to go over. Sometimes you, you, you manifest by, by default. You put thought patterns out there, and every time you're putting a thought pattern out there, you're getting an answer back. You're getting a response back. If you're thinking about an old relationship that didn't work out and how that person was abusive or how that person was indifferent to you, and you're putting out that energy to the universe and saying, well, you know, I want somebody. But your dominant thoughts are about that past relationship and how it didn't work out and that person was just so negative and that person was this and that person was that. Guess what you're attracting by default? We're hearing that. But that's your dominant thought. We're not trying to judge you and say, well, maybe they want something different. Maybe they want something completely different. But their dominant thoughts, we're going, mm, your dominant thought is this past relationship. So you're, you're wanting to re-experience that, that negativity. You create negativity by your thoughts. Um, if your dominant thought is about money and money is just a horrible thing, it, I just, you know, like this and that, guess what? You're just creating that environment for yourself. If you're thinking in terms of lack, guess what you get more of? So if you change your thoughts and change your vibration and raise your vibration to a positive place of what you really do want, and then allow it to come to you, we will provide it. You know, this gets into this whole sticky thing of why the universe just doesn't know what I want and give it to me. But we do know what you want because you're expressing what you want. You're always expressing what you want, but it isn't always positive. You're always putting out to the universe what you want through your, through your thoughts, through your, through your emotions. We're listening. We're feeling your emotions and feeling your vibration, and we're responding back to you and giving it back to you. Have that, that door, and, and sometimes... You open the door to negativity because you're comfortable with it. Some things you've always had. That negative relationship, oh, I'll accept that. Oh, no, no, I don't want that. But you've been asking for it. We're giving you what you're asking for. You may say, I want a loving, kind, generous relationship. But what's your experience? You contradict that, don't you? A loving, kind, generous relationship. But then you're thinking about what you don't want. You're thinking about that past relationship, that abusive relationship, that unfaithful relationship. You're always putting that thought out. And that becomes your dominant thought. Your dominant thoughts are what you had in the past and what you're carrying forward. And though, even though you're kind of mouthing something else, your vibrational field, your energy field, is that negative relationship, that negative place. That's your dominant energy. That's your dominant vibration. It's not that glorious, beautiful relationship that's loving and kind. Your energy is not about the loving, kind relationship. You may mouth it, but that's not what you believe. Because your beliefs are based on your history. You're based on your energy field. Your vibrational field is where your, where your beliefs really are. So you're putting that out to the universe. So what's on the other side of the door is that negativity. Now, we seem to be contradicting ourselves, but we're not. In the pure form of everything we're talking about, what we first started to talk about is if you have a really positive attitude and a beautiful attitude about what you want and you're ready for it and you're doing it from a place of love and appreciation, it's just on the other side of the door and all you do is open the door and it's right there. It's your attitude about something your thoughts about something and it doesn't have to be your whole life you can't be perfect you're not perfect in the sense i mean you're perfect for who you are right now but you're but you're not always vibrationally high on every topic in your life and let's just use the example because george is throwing something out there and we're just going to contradict him a little bit and give you an idea about money there are people who are very successful in your world that are really not very nice people. They make a lot of money. They create a lot of money. 
but they do it from a negative place. The vibration is that they want money, and their vibration is we're going to create money. And, and they're obsessed on money, and their energy field is about money. But how they get it, how they get the money, is not from a high vibrational place, is it? It's not from love. It's from greed. So if you're putting greed out there, the vibration of greed, guess what's going to come back to things more? Things to be greedy about. Boy, well, that's a, that's interesting, isn't it? If you're greedy and selfish and you're putting out to the universe, oh, yeah, this is what I want, and I'm greedy and I'm selfish and blah, 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 guess what you're getting? More things to be greedy about, more things to hoard, more things to hold on to, more things not to share and to love. So money is based on your vibrational feeling about money. You could be money from greed or money from love. Same thing about a relationship or anything else in your life or property or whatever you call it. If it's based on a negative energy, you're going to get it through a negative energy, and you're not going to be happy. You're going to be fearful because if you're basing receiving something from greed, you're going to hoard it. You're going to hold on to it. You're going to feel be suspicious about other people. You're going to fear that other people are going to take it from you. You're afraid of other people. You're you're afraid of your environment. Is that what, what you want to live? Or do you want to move to this high vibrational place, this appreciation place, this love place, this generosity place, this sharing place, this loving kindness place where, yeah, I'm asking for money. But I know now I receive money that I'm a very generous and loving and kind person and I'm going to share with other people. I'm going to help other people because I love to use my money for the benefit of all. I like to help myself a little bit, you know, do things, nice things for myself, and I'm going to do a lot of nice things for a lot of other people because I just love to be generous, and I love to be, my attitude is loving kindness and being kind to other people. So where's your vibration? Are you from greed or are you from love? Greed is negative. Love is pure. Love is divine. We've gone on for a long time today about this topic, but think about it. Think about this topic if you're co-creating, where, where, what vibrational field are you co-creating from? When you're in front of, standing in front of that door, ready to bring into your life what you want, and you're asking the universe through your vibration and through your attitude and through your beliefs, what are you putting on the other side of the door? Are you putting things into your life that you were linging into your life from a negative place. We're going to respond back to you based on your emotions, based on your vibration, based on your attitudes. We're not going to necessarily just give you something because, well, you're a good person. No. Now, that sounds strange for us to say that, but you're not always – how do we put this? It's kind of a convoluted way of approaching this whole thing, and we want to – Make it as simple as possible. If you're functioning from a negative place, you're going to receive from a negative place. We're going to give back to you what you're putting out to us. Always. You know, like creates like. You know, you're mirroring back. What's that expression you use? Be afraid. Be, be careful what you ask for because you're going to get it back. But you ask for things from your vibration and from your emotions, from your history, and from your beliefs. You're asking from your beliefs about something, about a topic. Your belief is I need to hoard and I need to be greedy and I know people are going to get me, so I just need this stuff to protect myself because I'm greedy. Or is it from love? And I'm going to be generous and I'm going to be kind and I'm going to be sharing and I'm going to do beautiful things and I'm going to feel good about whatever I get. So be careful what you ask for or how you ask for things. From what vibration are you asking? That's the co-creating. That's your job. Now, it's not that hard. It really is. All you have to say is, I'm going to be a kind, loving person. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to care for others. I'm going to care for myself. I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to live from a high vibrational place, and I choose to live from a high vibrational place. Place. We talk about in George's writings that we're giving him about living in this magnetic field with source. And the magnetic field you're creating is that doorway to get whatever you want. And so what magnetic field are you in? But the best magnetic, the magnetic field that will serve you and the rest of humanity is from a place of love. If you create that magnetic field of source, instead of creating it from a low vibrational place, 
we can feel George a little eh, about this, but we can get into more if you have a specific topic that you want to talk about on this subject because we really believe that you need to think in terms of where is my vibration before you ask something? Where is my energy field? What is my belief on the topic? Sort all that out first and then ask. Because what, where you're asking from is where you're asking from the vibrational place, the belief system. You're asking through your vibration from your You're asking from your vibration, from your beliefs, and from your attitude on the topic, and that's what you're going to get back. Even though you may be mouthing these wonderful words about whatever it is, it's really what's your nature? You might even put it this way, and then we're going on and on, but we have a lot to say to you about all these topics because it's important for you to understand this. Are you are you voicing and are you putting it out from your ego, the ego that's been abused, abused and bounced around and suffered and just had all these difficulties and from this place of this ego that's, oh, just, you know, Let's say we're greedy or whatever word you want to put there. Or are you work, are you working from a very strong soulful place, from that divine connection, that higher self? Are you asking from your higher self, your soul, that's pure and loving and kind, or are you asking from an ego place that's negative and it's been bounced around? Think about it. Where are you asking from? Change where you're asking from. And you'll receive it. Change your thoughts. But change your vibration. Thoughts are a reflection of vibration. So we would say change your vibration, change your beliefs, then ask for what you want. And you'll get it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay. They talked for quite a while today on this topic, didn't they? So what do you think? If you listen to this show later... And you really want to get my spirit guides to talk to you about this topic, please do. They'll give you some advice. They'll show you perhaps uh, some ideas on creating. Maybe maybe you need to look at yourself, right? Your vibration. Where your vibration is. You need to kind of analyze your vibration. That's part of my job is to help you to get a message from your spirit guides, your higher self, maybe your ancestors about the adjustments that you may need to make to get what get what you want. Because you have to it's it's where you're asking from is where you're gonna get it. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm gonna enough of that. Okay, let me get in some articles and so forth and I'll take your calls if you want to talk to me about this topic. It's an important topic. It's an important topic because you all want to manifest things every day. You're trying to create things. Every day you're trying to create things in your life. You're, you're creators. Spirit would say you're constant creating in your life new things. Always, always creating new, always creating new, always creating new. But what are you creating? What are you manifesting? What are you bringing into your life? And as Spirit just said, it has a lot to do with your beliefs, your vibration, and your attitude on the topic. I like that what they said, you can be either creating from ego, a bruised ego, a negative place perhaps, or you can create from a higher self, a, a, a self that's divinely inspired. Now, your ego can be alignment with, in alignment with your higher self. That's, that's something you can work on. That's something you can develop. That's something you can put together where you can raise your vibration. Okay. So I'll get into Pam's Pam art Pam gets Pam Grout's article on this. It's very similar to somewhat of somewhat cop same topic. Then we have a couple other articles, and I'd love to take your calls, see what spirit may have to say about you creating what you want in your life, because it's about co-creating, isn't it? Man's concept of the world built on the experience of five senses is no longer adequate, in many cases no longer valid. And the name is a little hard for me to pronounce. Shafaya Kargula, Kargola, Gola, Gula, Gu, Gula, Kargula. A Course in Miracles is a thick 
dense book that most of us who rank high in the woo-woo spectrum, but very few actually read. Yeah, it is. It's it's big and it's hard to read. I've, I've read through it, read parts of it again. You have to really think about The Course of Miracles. It's not like reading an easy light novel, right? I get it. It's not a picture book, according to Pam. Because it's made... Because my main spiritual squeeze, I've asked, because my main spiritual squeeze, I'm asked a lot of questions. But here's all of you really need to know. The Course tells us that consciousness creates the material world. Consciousness creates the material world. And that we get to decide how we're going to experience life. And that we get to choose what we want to see. And the spirits that we do it sometimes from not so happy place, right? This would only be true. This would only be good news, except for one small fact. Most of us have a monstrous chip on our shoulder. We think life sucks, or that we're here to be—it's here to be endured. So now we're really in a negative place. That's what Spirit was talking about. Really in this negative place that life. Oh man, life sucks. Guess what? You're gonna get right. So we are butt-kicking consciousness to create a problematic reality. Or in other words, if we have this attitude, this monstrous chip on our shoulders, we're going to get more things into our life to sustain that monstrous chip on our shoulders. That's what she's saying, and that's what my spirit guides are saying to you. Our brains gather pieces of data from our five senses, but quite frankly, the data is is imprecise and not the truth about the real world. Quantum physics physicists present in evidence that our experience of the world doesn't match physical reality in any way, shape, or form. That's an interesting thought. Evidence that our experience of the world doesn't match physical reality in any way, shape, or form. There's a new book called Champions of Illusion. I'm happy to report this book by Susanna Martiz Candy and Stephen Melnick is a picture book. They're professors of neurology and psychology who, since 2005, have hosted a Best Illusion of the Year contest. This collection of mind-bending illusions will definitely change the veracity of our perception. As the authors write, Your brain creates a simulation of the world that may or may not match the real thing. The reality you experience is a result of your exclusive interaction with that simulation. They defined illusions as the phenomena in which your, your perception differs from the physical reality which said Sad to say, it includes most all concepts and judgments of the world that we take for granted. Our minds establish a pattern of perception, then focus to filter out everything else. In other words, she's moving right along here. In other words, we see things that aren't here and fail to see things that are here. We distort the word world to jibe. And with our very limited perception. Interesting thoughts, right? That's just a little different take on the same topic, right? We all have to do we all we have to do is change the optical illusion of our lives to to annul our ongoing grudge against the world and actually see and expect a different reality. Okay, let's go. Let's break that down a little bit because I know that's a little confusing and her words are a little heady. But let's say you think the world is there, – there's a lot there's a lot of mean-spirited people in this world. And using the money illustration that my spirit guides used, if you think money is the root of all sorts of terrible things, that if you have money, you're greedy. If you have money, this. If you have money, that. If, you know – People with money are bad people. All people with money are bad people. And if you have money, you're going to turn into this evil, evil ogre, the Mr. Scrooge, right? You're going to hoard your money. You're not going to share. If that's your perception of the world about money, 
guess what you're going to get? When you're asking for money from that vibration, that's the kind of person you are. You're either not going to receive money because you're going to hold it back, or you're going to receive money from a greedy place, which is not going to benefit your soul, is it? Okay. Back to her article. We all have to do, do to change the optical illusion of our lives. Okay, we read that. That is what the Course is all about. It actually says we, we were created to live in eternal joy. Wait a minute. That, that's a beautiful expression. Think about that one for a minute. We were all created to live in eternal joy. Do you believe that? Do you believe we're here to live a joyful life and have fun and feel good about ourselves and seek feel-good stuff? Or are we here to be miserable and suffer and just, you know, well, we're going to work through all the tribulations in my life, and when I die, I'm going to go be heaven, and everything's going to be glorious then. But right now, everything everything's a test. My life is a big, huge test. Do you believe that? My life is a big, huge test. Or my life is, I am here to have a joyful, fun experience. We're not taught that, are we? Let me me finish this article and I'll go back on that a little bit more because that's a biggie in our lives, isn't it? We can look at religion or dominant society, right? That nothing can hurt us and everything passing... Okay, this is continuing on the joy thought. That nothing can hurt us and that everything, every passing over offers a thousand different, it doesn't say obstacles, it doesn't say sufferings, it doesn't say miserable stuff. It says that, that nothing can hurt us, and everything, every passing moment offers a thousand different treasures. Wow. I can't wait for the picture book to come out. How about you is what she says, but think about that. How do you look at life? How does, you know, not to dwell a lot on this, but think about your society and what we think about and what we're forced to listen to and the news and stuff and everything's terrible, it's a horrible world, this person's out to get us, that person's out to get us, it's just a problem situation. Does that really foster joy, love, happiness? Because the world, for a large part, kind of reprogramming itself constantly to put out fear-based energies. So where's your energy? Or absolutely, where's your energy? I have a lot of articles, and I probably won't get to all of this today. So what I will do is I will come back in Wednesday. I'll be here Monday, Wednesday, Friday for an hour on each show. So I'd love to talk to you about this, because that's kind of like I'm thinking of myself. George, this is what you need to do with people, is to help them co-create what you want. They really want not what their negativity says what they want, and not to to focus on not what the negative part of themselves are saying what they want, not the history is saying what they want, not what their past lives are saying what they want, not what their belief systems are saying what they want, but what they really want. What you're trying to really create is something that will make you feel good, feel better about life, really. And as my spirit guide said, what you're offering up to the universe is not that. They're giving back to you what you create, what you want. And what you want is from your emotions, from your thoughts, from your beliefs. Okay, so we'll talk more about that. So we'll get some other articles on this related topic. And this is a really important topic. That's why I'm kind of dwelling on this. I'd love to help you individually. And, you know, that's why I offer sessions is to help you to identify those beliefs those things that you're really creating because you're creating every day but you want to change that you, you see what you don't want but how do you create what you do want you see that you've created these negative relationships in the past that didn't work out and you were frustrated you were angry they were abusive they weren't loving they weren't kind they weren't generous and, and you don't do it because you're evil people you don't do it because you're bad people You're not creating these things because you're bad people and you're horrible people. You're creating from default, as Spirit would say, and Abraham material says, you're creating from default because you're creating from patterns that you've already created throughout your life and perhaps past lives, right? So change it. Break the pattern. They talk about poverty as being a pattern that people create. Poverty within communities is a pattern because that's their mindset is poverty. That's all they know. 
all you know is poverty, you're going to create more poverty. Can't talk now. Okay. So let's get into a couple of articles on this basic topic. And the um, one about the body, we'll talk about that another time, how to be the inner physician. And, and you know, sometimes if you feel good, your body feels good, it's easier to create those other things. But how do you create a positive body? How do you create that? If you're sitting in a problem and you're thinking about your illness all day long, well, guess what? You're creating more illness. Believe it or not. You're going, no, that's crazy. Well, let's do one article, really, in the HuffPost. Bill Phillips, psychic medium and author of Expect the Unexpected. I don't know, Bill, but this is kind of a cool article, and I'll comment on it and let Spirit comment on some of his stuff. And I have some friends on Facebook that are kind of in the psychic world, the spiritual world, that kind of agree with him. So kind of follow him. So I'm not familiar with him. Six ways to co-create with the universe is the article, because that's our topic today, is co-creating with the universe. My spirit guides basically laid it out for you, right? So I'm not going to get into the preliminary thoughts about this. I'm just going to jump into his six ways and comment on those. Trust and believe that the universe will fully support what you want and that what you are creating is on its way. Okay, that's what I've been talking about. When we open our minds to be the limitless possibilities, the universe and tune into the feeling of support, we're setting up a solemn validation to create magic in our lives. So if you believe it, or somehow believe the concept that the universe will provide things for you. Now, so as we were talking about, sometimes we do it by default, but... The other thing is that you believe, but here's a thought for you. This is kind of pops in, right? You, you see things manifesting in your life. You think about stuff and they happen, right? It, 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 you, you, you put things out into the universe, and, and just by default, those things come back to you. How, do you. how many times do you think about something and it pops back to you? Something comes into your life. You're thinking about somebody. Somebody calls you. You're thinking about this. You're thinking about that. And that pops back into. So, okay. That, so that's the first. So we do that. We do that automatically. That's a good proof that the universe is always providing to you, for you. You're thinking about something and it shows up. It may not necessarily be the wonderful thing that you really, really wanted, but things show up. You're, you're, de- you're creating by default. You're you're putting it out there, that door opens and it pops open by default. Think about it. So believe that. Oh, I missed the first point. I wanted number two. Number first point is believe in the power of the written word, which I like is why I urge you to start a journal. Clearly state in writing what is it you want to create. Be very specific. The universe will only spread to what you desire. Now we're, we're going to back up that a little bit and say, you can put it down in writing, you can, believe, you can say these words, but you have, to, you have to believe those words. You truly have to believe those words, and that's what Spirit was saying. You have to believe those words. Because if you're writing something down and if you have doubt about the words, if you say, I want a new relationship, but I want a relationship like this and this and this, then you're saying, well, my experience has always been the opposite. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Right? Let's move on to make point three. Let me check back here. Point three. Maintain a positive outlook. Now, this is the key ingredient. This is like you know, how do you approach that door that Spirit was talking about? How do you approach the door? What, 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 are, what, are, what is your attitude when you're on the other side of that door? Okay? Maintain a positive attitude. Outlook. The universe responds to our thoughts and feelings. That's what Spirit said, right? When we are vibrating in a positive place, our vibration is raised high enough to connect to the powerful energy of the universe. When we are in this space, we are in alignment with the flow of the universe and we feel unstoppable. So, as Spirit said, are you working from a place of love? Are you working from a place of appreciation? Are you working from a place of joy? Positive outlook, those those energies, those positive energies of joy, 
and kindness and generosity and all those good, positive, loving energies. Are you working from that? Are you in that space? Then you're in the flow of the universe, right? Next one. Along the same line, we're just kind of reiterating everything. I guess you tell things about enough times over and over again, people get the point, right? Uh, From different perspectives, from different points of view, from different people. Gratitude is everything. Think of gratitude, and I'll use the word appreciation, as a cosmic savings account. Every thank you statement you make and feel in your heart. I I love that. Feel in your heart. Not the positive feeling. It's a loving feeling, right? We put into this account to build power into your manifestations. Well, I'm grateful for all the money I've received in the past. I'm really feeling grateful for the fact that money has come to me when I needed it. I'm grateful for the great relationships, you know, in my life. Now, don't call this, this, disconnect that by saying, well, they never worked out. <laughs> yeah, right. No, just appreciate great relationships. I, I use the word appreciation here because I appreciate a great relationship because you can appreciate things that you don't already have. You, grateful means something in the past. Appreciation could be something in the future. So I, I, I'm grateful for the great, I'm grateful for the relationships I've had. Right? I'm grateful for those positive relationships in my life. I'm grateful for money, for money has benefited me in so many ways through my life. I really appreciate money. Money really gives me the opportunity to live live a little life of freedom, but also gives me the opportunity to share and help other people in my life because I love to do that because I'm a generous human being, right? Gratitude, appreciation, I'm going to throw those two words together. Live from that place. Live from gratitude and appreciation. That was a good definition I just came up with. Gratitude is something from the past. Appreciation is, is, is can be something from the future, but also appreciation can get into more of the nuance of what you're thinking about. You can be grateful for the food you have because you've had food and grateful for all the food that you come into life, in your life, but you can appreciate the nuance of that food, the taste of the food. I can appreciate the quality of the food. I can appreciate how that food just tastes so good when I eat it. A little different. I can appreciate in the future more and more of this good stuff coming into my life. Let's let's get into point five, and then we'll get into point six, and we'll see where you guys are at and see if you have any thoughts on this topic. I mean, you can disagree with me. And if you have something that you want to say that you think is vital or important in this topic, please contact me. If you want to disagree, if you want clarity, if you want my spirit guides to give you a little bit more insights at your particular situation along this line, contact me. Or if you disagree, like 100%, well, I've never anything good in my life. Well, maybe there's maybe 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 this is the answer for why. Right. Next step: tap into your subconscious before falling asleep, before going to bed. Make your wish. Wish your mantra. For example, if you're trying to attract romantic relationships, focus on the word romance or how you want to feel in that relationship. That's really good. How you want to feel in the relationship. Now, get away from the default stuff of I've never had a good relationship before. All the other ones felt really bad. Blah, 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 blah. Let all those go away. You know, just don't focus on that. Focus on how you want to feel in a relationship. How the love, how the generosity, how the kindness, how the sharing, blah, blah, blah. Do it for about five minutes before you go to sleep. Just see it in your mind. See that kind, loving relationship, that relationship that's full of joy, of sharing, of doing things together, of, of shared values and shared interests, right? When we program our subconscious, the signal to the universe becomes strong and clear, even if we aren't fully aware of it. Focusing your attention before bed helps your subconscious and soul do the inner work while you're sleeping, bringing you closer to where you are when you are awake, closest to what you want when you are awake. Think about that for a moment. Mm, Yeah. Because the more you think about something, the more you believe something, the more you express something and it becomes your belief, then you're subconscious program your subconscious mind on that. This is what I really truly believe about this situation. I truly believe I can have a loving relationship and I want a kind relationship and I have a relationship where I'm going to have a lot of fun and I'm going to have shared activities and we're just going to have this beautiful time together. 
that's what you're putting into the out to the universe but also you're putting it into your subconscious you're putting that down into your cellular level you're changing that belief at the cellular level it's about yourself and some people would say yourself changing their dna about that particular topic and and letting the subconscious work on that topic right got it take inspired action is the next point this is so true so true you know as i told my client this morning that you may be you may be motivated and they call it synchronicity to do something right let me read their article and then i'll touch on that a little bit more trust that the hunches you're receiving such as a voice in your mind telling you to attract someone or to read a book or to travel somewhere our spirit responding to your request with the universe we are always being guided by our loved ones angels and spirit guides to follow the direction of our soul's passion and purpose i love that soul's passion and purpose they call that synchronicity hunches you know that little inner voice that says well you know what you should go out today and you should go do this you get this you see this invitation to do something you go i gotta go that's the thing i gotta do so make sure you feel good about it and do it do it okay do it don't put it aside and sometimes the universe will repeat it over and over again you'll get it like four or five times and you kind of go oh, okay i got it i'm gonna go do it right i'm gonna go do it Finally, I'm going to get the point, and I'm going to go do it. So that's it's a very interesting article. kind of goes along with what we've been talking about. And let me see if there's another article. I have an article on a very similar thing. Um, I don't know if I have time left for lots of other things. But let me, let me just share a couple things real quick. I have about less than four minutes to go on the show, and I, I wanted to share this. Let Spirit share you let them inspire me to share a little bit more about this topic and it's about pre-programming you can pre-program what you want by visualizing what you want now yeah of course you got to work on the negativity and the past beliefs and all that garbage but you pre-program what you want you visualize it you see it meditate on it that's part of what i want to work with people on is a meditation a co-creating meditation, a meditation you can use to co-create what you want with the universe. And part of that meditation is eliminating those restrictions that keep you, the limiting factors in your life that keep you from getting it. Because doing psychic work for years and years, I really truly believe I get a message from people about something happening in their lives, like a job, like a relationship, Whatever it is, right? I get a message. And that's really the kind of, I do truly believe that that message is from the universe saying to them that that's just on the other side of the door. It's a month away, it's six months away, it's three months away. Uh, time frames are iffy based on the individual, but it's there. It's ready for you to open that door to get it. Okay? That's the psychic prediction part of it. It's there. It's ready for you to get, get it. Now, your job is to pay attention to that and know what you want and, and to really love what you want and to feel good about it and move away from any negative vibration related to that topic, right? It's there. It's always there. You just have to be ready for it. You know, the Abraham material, they talk about allowing. You need to allow it to come in. Allow means that you identify with the vibration of whatever that is. You allow with the vibration of a really good, beautiful relationship that serves you and it's, it's romantic and these, all these other things. That's what you want to allow. But instead of a living from default, of, eh, I don't know. Never had a good one. Think about the old ones. Change your thought patterns. Change your thinking. When you're thinking about the past, you're thinking about what didn't work. You're sitting in you're sitting in problem mode. You really are thinking. You're really sitting in problem mode. You want to get into solution mode. You want to get into manifesting mode. Forget all that stuff. Go out and have some fun. 
Go do something that's fun. Go find some joy in your life. Go find some happiness in your life. Go find some playfulness in your life. Create more happiness and playfulness in your life. If you're willing to do that, if you're going to move away from problem, stop focusing on the problem, oh, it never worked for me before, and blah, 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 blah. No. Move into fun. Move into joy. Move into play. Move into do things that you love to do. Start doing activities that you love to do, unrelated to that particular topic. And then you put yourself into that place of letting the door open. So thank you for listening. And if you listen to the archive version, I really appreciate that. Contact me if I can assist you in your co-creating. I'd love to do that. Have a beautiful rest of your day and a beautiful holiday season. Merry Christmas. Bye.